Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Natrepreneur Movement. This time we are going both uh, in person and uh, into podcast land and I'm really excited because we as a profession, uh, Natrepreneurs, all of us natural health uh, practitioners, whether you be from the Nat, Nut, Herbie or other practitioners who are listening, Uh, We all have these nuances and we all have these uniquenesses and bringing together those uniquenesses is um, something that comes with its pitfalls and comes with its challenges. But when we find our tribe and when we find our voice and when we can kind of connect as one unified group, uh, we really have a strength. And one of the groups within our beautiful Natrepreneur movement uh, that usually doesn't really uh, get covered, it kind of gets lost under the milieu of other, other bits and bobs, is actually our nutty nuts, our nutritionists. And today I'm super excited to connect with the guys from ARRP. Who are here to share with you uh, an amazing opportunity and an amazing connection to be able to really hone in as a nutritionist and really find your tribe. And I'm super excited because at the end of this, we've even got a really cool offer that um, that these guys have connected with uh, one of the leading. Uh, companies in the uh, online bookings and online consultation space for nutritionists especially. So uh, without further ado, hey guys, how are you today? Good, thank you. I am super excited to talk to you guys and uh, it's really exciting when you guys found me actually uh, (laughs) only a couple of months ago. Uh, as soon as you started telling me about your journey and uh, what you were providing for our Nutty Nut community, uh, I was just gobsmacked about the challenges that you guys have overcome to create the newest association for uh, our nutritionists and uh, the most comprehensive that I've seen. And um, I'm really excited to share with our nutritionists listening how uh, AARPN came about. Okay. Who has to start? <laughs> well, well, you 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 started it all those years ago, okay. in essence. So I'll start. So back in 2012 was the first health fund rebate review with the government, and I had been involved in. I'm Natasha, by the way. Um, this is I, Natasha and Josh, yes, everybody. Yes, this is Natasha and Josh. <laughs> um, so I am the chair of ARPEN, and Josh is the vice chair of ARPEN. So back when that rebate review happened, I'd been in the industry since 1999, just in allied health in general, and I'd been specialising in nutrition since 2008. So I saw the writing on the board with that rebate review, um, the need for a single modality nutrition association to advocate for nutrition. And we didn't really have one then. We had Nutrition Society of Australia, but they're not for clinical nutrition. They're nutrition science orientated. So I actually put in an independent submission to that review. Which is um, a really big deal. Yes. Like, um, I, I don't think people evidence. quite understand. If you start, you can't just yeah. randomly start your own kind of, um, you know, here's a review and then you just put in a submission there's a whole bunch of little bits and pieces that we're going to stick and details that we're going to bring from everywhere just to even put in something like that so that's really that's right that's right so that was quite a a 
a detailed submission, succinct but detailed, and it had a lot of requirements in terms of how the evidence had to be presented. Um, but fortunately, the uh, National Health and Medical Research Council had already put a lot of that evidence together, so we could relate back to that. So it gave nutrition a really solid case to maintain its rebating eligibility. So that's where it started in terms of my activity and my active thinking about a monomodality association was 2012. And I guess it just brewed away in the back of my mind of, you know, wouldn't this be good and talk to a few people about it. I remember talking to Josh about it <laughs> and, um, you know, eventually we came to uh, probably halfway through 2018 and we saw like naturopathy was going to lose its rebates. Nutrition at this point was all okay. Um, and we saw a need to advocate for the profession on its own. There was a lot of advocacy happening for naturopathy, not much for nutrition. Obviously, nutrition still had its rebates. <laughs> so there wasn't an urgency there, but it really made us notice how little was going on within the complementary medicine field that was advocating for nutrition. So December 2018, Josh and I, we just looked at each other and said, that's it, let's do it. Yeah. And so we, we registered ARPAN after some research into how to best set up the association. And um, again, this is a yeah. thing. Like you can't just randomly set up an association. For over a decade. And yeah. then that's right. This is the thing I think that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and naturopaths don't think mm. about is that there are lots of hoops to jump to get yes. your thing going. And sometimes it can be that thing on the shelf that you just won't let you go. It's just like mm. you're hearing it in the background and you're seeing all the little bits and pieces and then all of a sudden some, some opportunity or something lines up that you're either so motivated in, uh, in a way that you can't help but actually take action on it. And that's what you did to create a, a whole association. It's amazing. Yeah. That's right. That's what we it did. Was, it was inspiration that yeah. kept us going yeah. over every single hurdle. Yeah. And if we were to go through every single hurdle, we would be here for five hours. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but but we, we, we got there. And, and even, even, I mean, all the way back then, you know, it was, it was getting the name right even, mm. you know, because our name says exactly what we are, Association Register for Practicing Nutritionists, and mm. we're a monomodality association. And that clarity is what helped, has helped us navigate some of the um, mm. processes with, with stakeholders, you know, a clear as crystal um, and name. It, and, and it, yeah, and it was even down to, you know, is it clinical nutritionist or is it practicing nutritionist? Yeah. Now, we went with practicing because it clearly illustrated that we were in practice. We were applying those nutrition knowledge and those nutrition skills to clinical practice. So that's why we're, you know, ARPAN and not ARSEN, <laughs> which might have a few other connotations to it anyway. Yes. Um, the acronym game is always yes. fun in these things. But, that's uh, right. Yeah. So we went with practicing nutritionists because it's, it's quite a unique term as well and that's important in any business sense yeah and that, so there's some uniquenesses that come with um being attached to an association and many people uh um you know from a, a cost perspective it's you know it's one of those things as, as a student that comes out as a clinical nutritionist and you, or practicing and a nutritionist and you want to come out and you want to practice and you're like 
okay, now I've got to put all this money towards these things. I don't even know if I need an association. What am I even supposed to do? What, ha- what happens then? Because I know there's some uniquenesses around the TGA and some other bits and pieces that an association yeah. does for you. What do you guys do? Like, well, I think I think the thing the the thing to kind of target first there is is that there, you know, there are students who graduate who don't have clarity on some of these really fundamental kind of what they need to do from a from a um, profession point of view, and mm-hmm. the answer is. If you want to be a fully functioning uh, clinical nutritionist, um, meaning that you have TGA Schedule One exemption and that you have health fund rebating, which means you can provide uh, practitioner-only products based on you as being an in-practice nutritionist, mm-hmm. and that, that they're at a, a TGA Schedule One, so those things are actually practitioner. Right? Yes, it, yeah. it allows you to technically have access to um, technically allows you to have access to advertising material yep. that cannot be given to the general public, and that is all intertwined with practitioner-only products. Yes. So it, it allows you to have access to that, but additionally to to help fund rebates and so the those things can only be accessed via an association Excellent. so um, that's the first beautiful you know, main point yeah. to clarify yeah. yeah and i think the other point to add as well is that as nutritionists we actually get our uh, health professional recognition even legislatively via that schedule one legislation because it's in that legislation where we're, we are identified as health professionals. So if we want to actually practice as health professionals, it's also important to have that association membership and Schedule 1 exemption. Yep, excellent. Love it. And it's beautiful yeah. and clear, especially around uh, the, the rebates and how, how, how nutritionists fit in that in that beautiful scope to be able to practice and be recognized as a health professional. I love that. So uh, what, when it comes to um, being a practicing nutritionist, clinical nutritionist, traditionally you've had to come under the banner of all of these other kind of bits and bobs. What, how, how can um, up and help with that? in terms of uh, generating an identity yeah. for um, nutritionists. So yeah. often being monomodality only represents clinically trained nutritionists, which we term practising nutritionists. Mm-hmm. And we advocate specifically for practising nutritionists. So uh, in terms of uh, contact with, say, the chief medical officer, we've had that. Contact with the federal health minister through their department, we've had that just advocating for uh, practicing nutritionists in terms of recognition mm-hmm. uh, as its own profession. And we've, we've had that in correspondence with government. And it's also about furthering the profession because a number of moves, like if we often wants to take nutrition into allied health to make that move from where we are now into allied health, you have to be a monomodality association. That's one of the requirements. So whilst the complementary medicine associations, the mixed modality association have been there representing nutrition, there's only so far they can take it. 
And so that's one of the other reasons for ARPAN is we're monomodality, which means we can then qualify to shift across to allied health. Excellent, and which means not only rebates, but also referrals and other yes, bits and pieces that don't it, it opens up the possibility yeah. for, um, for a profession uh, represented by a monomodality association to be able to start looking into the possibility of chronic care packages, mm. Medicare, etc. Yeah. All of that is, is shut off from uh, a profession who is technically not within that regulatory realm. And does that include even um, com- you can advocate for conversations about NDIS? Because I know a lot of yes. nutri- nutritionists are, um, are, are very much in that space and, uh, and what an what an opportunity to have somebody have a voice for you in that space. I think that's very cool. So we've actually already started that conversation uh, with NDIS on behalf of clinically trained practicing nutritionists. Um, We are having that conversation under our certified practicing nutritionist program. So for them to allow certified practicing nutritionists, we often to be eligible for registration as NDIS providers. So at the moment, a nutritionist could still provide services to NDIS for people who manage their own plans, but to actually be a registered provider that involves ARPAN going through uh, application process with NDIS and satisfying them that uh, our CPNs are going to be suitably equipped to work with people with quite severe disabilities. Fantastic. So that's a conversation we've already had. We already have the application form. Yep. <laughs> and we've already recruited some ARPAN members with experience in NDIS and disability to help us with Fantastic. that process. Yeah, yeah. So and it's opened so a whole ma- realm of possibilities. Yeah, so many amazing roles uh, that are very nutrition specific and it's so incredible to um, finally have a, a voice for all of those different places and spaces that we tend to you know like Joshua just saying before there's some definitions and some understanding about the legalities and um, and the actual law around uh, what's being changed when it comes to access to nutritionists access to complementary medicine access to these other things that there's very sp- specific things for nutritionists along the way that allow um, our favorite and most at need clients to be able to access us so um, that's, that's really right. cool that's right at the moment you know if you don't have the money for private health insurance you you can't get any sort of subsidy or, or rebate on your clinical nutrition consults um, but in the shift across to allied health we then open up the potentially the medicare chronic care packages and um full ndis registration to is, our practitioner members so that's, that's a marvelous access rate for clients yeah yeah amazing and, and i think a, I think another point with 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 allied health um you know 20 yeah, 2020 was a perfect example of how the allied health regulatory sphere was able to help bring some stability to a profession in very uncertain times. And, you know, we're not here having a conversation of, you know, this regulatory sphere is better or more appropriate, whatever. You know, it's more a matter of clinical nutrition has a really good solid case to to be in in the allied health sphere and if that opportunity is open to the profession then to make that lateral move um, and and to be able to 
further stabilize the the the, the future stability of the profession yeah. it, it it would be absurd not to try and yeah and and to continue to have um not only stability but access to the you know for, exactly. for the people in need to have access to uh, qualified clinical practice sorry certified practicing nutritionists is uh, wow yeah. like mm-hmm. to, to know to trust and to be in a structure that makes yeah. that accessible to people who mm-hmm. really need it so. exactly and and the other thing that's come out of it with what happened with COVID-19 and restrictions on um health professionals being able to practice is that the allied health professions had a lot more practicing rights in terms of being able to continue to practice than professions that were not part of allied health. Yeah. So, you know, we saw um, concessions extended to dietetics that were not automatically extended to say clinical nutritionists. Um, or clinical nutritionists were aware that they could uh, make use of those concessions um, because we weren't sitting clearly in the allied health sphere at that time. Yep. So um, in terms of security and stability for the clinical nutrition profession, allied health has a lot to offer us. And Mm. the other thing in terms of the shift to allied health is that you need to join like Allied Health Professionals Australia, but only an association can join Allied Health Professionals Australia and only a monomodality association. Mm. So this is where ARPAN really comes into it. Yeah, and, and it fits that slot if uh, nutritionists are out there and they have been having those troubles with trying to even understand what they're what they have access to having an association to be able to um, give you that information that they're there to be able to talk talk to you through um, ex, you know accessibility for different clients accessibility based on uh, new legislation you guys are so in the know about all these regulatory <laughs> things it's incredible we try to be <laughs> and to be able to access um, very specific, modality related things uh, for nutritionists is, is such an important role to play and it's always an ever-changing like you mentioned this year uh, this past year with the COVID situation and other things that you know and only a few years ago with the rebates and only a few years before that with the, the other rounds of rebates there's this consistent little bits and pieces happening in the background and unless you have you know if you're if you're a practicing nutritionist in front of your client you know it's not something that we, a lot of us have a lot of bandwidth for, but you guys are there looking after those things in the background and speaking on the best interests of, of everybody who's sitting there in front of a client who needs them. So. Yeah. And all the change that you've just reiterated that has been occurring like in the last 12 months and over the last, you know, eight years, um, that's made us very conscious of what is anchoring our profession So, you know, we know that there is a certain risk in anchoring a profession to private health fund rebates. And unfortunately, we we saw that with naturopathy and a number of professions that lost their rebating capacity. And, um, I mean, we wish them all the best with it. Um, But, you know, we saw that happen to them. And, you know, Schedule 1, we we can't even leverage permanently off Schedule 1 because that could go. That could shift to a different department, a change in government policy. So it's very important that 
as a profession, we can stand in our own two feet and establish our own standard that is recognised within industry and by employers and government, which is why we set up the CPN, so that there's a standalone um, qualification and recognition standard. And on, on that note of, of, of the CPN, so the Certified Practicing Nutritionist Program, that was another one of these uh, hurdle uh, kind of things that, that took, took a, a long time, but mm -hmm. essentially getting that, that, prog that trademark. program, trademark, yeah, through, through IP Australia, we, there are not words to express just how big of a deal that yeah. is for our profession because nothing like that has ever um, happened before for us. For clinical for, for clinical nutritionists. And, and it brings us more in alignment with other programs like that in the, uh, specifically in the, in the allied health sphere, yeah. like the, uh, the APD program for dietetics and what have you. And so, um, and, and it, it is, it is an industry-wide certification program that in alignment with what is happening with the regulatory uh, side of things, it, it partners with that to help bring that stability that we've been talking about. Yeah, so not only do you become a member of association, you get covered by this incredible uh, certification program that has everything covered. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> but it, it that everything covered is, is half a sentence to cover half a yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it fundamentally gives other stakeholders something tangible to map to. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, one thing that they have to map to, the CPN, um, you know, and so that's it's... Right. So yeah. instead of trying to map to different, you know, different colleges, universities, different qualifications, ARPAN's doing that mapping. And then employers and, and that only have to map to the CPN. Which so simplifies the process. Excellent. And you, you've literally done all the work for everybody else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if, uh, if there is any um, certified uh, practicing nutritionist, if there is any clinical nutritionist listening who are going, yes, finally, somebody, <laughs> this is my modality. Yeah. I'm looking for this kind of thing. And this is what I've always thought we should have, but I never wanted to create it myself, which is exactly why I connected with you guys. I was like, yes, I think we should all have this. Oh my goodness. I have to fill out a form to do it. It was the yeah. first thing I thought I can't create an association. And then yeah. you guys went and created one, which is super cool. Yeah. So if, uh, if there are clinical nutritionists listening and they're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is me. I am so excited to tell them about your, your uh, new offer for this year uh, for, for the first 300 people who are listening. So tell us what uh, is going to be happening. Okay. So uh, we are going to essentially be offering $301 memberships oh to God. any practitioner who comes to ARPAN and specifically brings with them their private health fund rebating capacity. Mm -hmm. The uh, the I guess that the context for that specifically is is that um, this is to help facilitate or give us the weight that we need in order to make that lateral move into the allied health sphere. Hmm. We need a good strong member base, but also part of uh, allied health recognition is that your profession is recognised or by subsidized. subsidized by a government scheme, and that is for us, our health fund rebating. And so in that sense, 
um, we, we, we need people to come on board as full uh, private health fund rebating members. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in addition to offering these $1 memberships, we're also offering, if you have already uh, paid for representation elsewhere this year, uh, you can transfer yourself over to ARPEN for a $1 fee and we'll still give you the one year of free membership in 2022. This is to celebrate our C- the birth of our CPN program and Amazing. to ensure that we can do with uh, the CPN program what we want to do with it. Which is absolutely extraordinary, and and uh, and and this and it gets better, and there's more, <laughs> and there's more, uh, and there's more, uh, and we have aligned us uh, aligned ourselves with the wonderful team at Health Bank, who uh, who your your listeners would know all too. Yeah, well as everyone point. knows, Robbie from HealthBank.io. We will put uh, the previous conversation with Robbie in the in the podcast show notes as well. Uh, yes, and and Health Bank uh, for those who are, aren't aware is an online, uh, basically an online consultation and booking system and all other things extraordinary, but it's specifically made by nutritionists for nutritionists. So what's going on there, Josh? So uh, Health Bank have very, very generously uh, offered for everyone who gets a $1 membership, they get 12 months free subscription to the Health Bank software. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So essentially, uh, especially for new new practitioners or those in their first kind of five years that have their their private health fund uh, covered and they've gone and sorted that out and they need to be covered by an association that has their voice for them and they need to set up their online consultative process or their online uh, uh, clinic, that's all covered literally for a dollar for the first year. That's it. So what we're also encouraging is that we know that there are a lot of clinical nutritionists out there who meet the ARPAN eligibility criteria. So we do have eligibility criteria that's on our website. They've got to fill out the form, of course. It's also also on pages two and three, I think, of our application form. So you need to be a degree qualified um, nutritionist and you need to have done at least 200 hours minimum clinical practicum up and ideally look for 300 hours clinical practicum. Um, there's more information like that on our website and in our application form. Yep. Or and they can and those, those details are in the, in the show notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you need to meet our eligibility criteria. Um, the other thing is we know that there's a lot of nutritionists out there who maybe are not in practice at the moment, but they do meet our eligibility. I'll get it straight. Eligibility criteria. And um, we, we'd like to see them come back to practice, to, to private practice. So they might have had children. They might have diversified off into other careers. There's a number that went into academia, like very high quality practitioners. They've gone into academia with COVID-19. They don't have their jobs anymore or they've been significantly scaled back and they're thinking about returning more to private practice. We'd love to have those people on board because we're about growing the profession as well. 
So we're hoping that this offer will also make it more affordable for people to return to practice. And so, well, you know, you can buy an association for a dollar a year. Trust yeah. me, my association costs a lot more than a dollar a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then to have your online clinic essentially just looked after by yeah. Health Bank, what? Yeah. But you couldn't right. possibly make it more affordable for people to come back into practice. Well, that's right. The only the only thing they're going to have to get is they'll, they'll need their indemnity insurance. But there's a lot of companies out there offering very good deals and um, ARPAN, if they indicate that they need it, will send them out an insurance information package anyway. So we can help them with that too. Beautiful. If they're returning to practice and they need some advice. Essentially, we want to bring everyone home. Yeah, we want everyone to come home. Um, we want to put the flag up for all the nutty nuts to go. Exactly. It's me. Let's all hang out together. Exactly. Well, that's right. The other thing we should say is to that um, ARPAN doesn't require exclusive membership of ARPAN. So for the $1 membership, yes, you have to join ARPAN and you have to sign over your private health fund rebates. Um, if you're transferring from the existing association, if you want the $1 membership, you do have to sign over your health fund rebates, but we're not requiring you to give up that other association membership. We're quite happy for our people to be members of more than one association. That's an excellent point. Yeah. There's so many people who, ha who have uh, their full degree or their yeah. master's in their clinical nutrition, whatever it happens to be, and they happen to be having other bits and pieces right. of their business. It's great yeah. to be able to have clarity that um, they're, they're able to do all of those things. Right. They're able to have a voice in that nutrition space. That's right. Time. And it's, it's only their nutrition rebates. Yep. that we rebate in capacity that we need them to sign over because we only deal with nutrition. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> so they can have massage and whatever else they might have. Because a lot of people have, uh, they might have a degree in nutrition, but they've got advanced diplomas in something else, like massage yeah. or something, because that might be how they started initially. So, you know, we, we accept that. And, you know, obviously they'll need to have an association membership for their massage or something as and well. I think I think that's you know it's a good way to look at it for, for mm. people that you know it's not one versus the other mm. it's that ARPAN is facilitating something very unique yeah and and so supporting us you, additionally to whatever else you are supporting if you specifically support ARPAN we are able to do things that uh, only ARPAN can can do for your yep. for, for the profession. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's been so wonderful to talk to you guys today. Thank and, you. Uh, for all you nutty nuts out there, make sure you uh, check out the show notes and uh, have a look at uh, ARPEN, their website, the um, application process, get that in there. Even if you have a little query about whether or not you just apply and uh, they'll get back to you as soon as just to make sure that uh, you've got all the details there and do take them up on that offer. I mean, $1 and, and a yeah. health bank subscription at the same time, extraordinary. That's right, www.arpen.com. That's A-A-R-P-N.com. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks again, you guys. Thank you for Thank everything you. you're doing for the profession. And I look forward Thank to you. seeing how the rest of the year pans out for our yep. beautiful Definitely. nutty nuts. We'll keep in touch. <laughs> See ya. Thank you. See Bye. ya. Bye.